Gene Codes, Session 6. Wow, just finished with a very colorful dialogue, which was timely. It's always amazing how life gives you those uh, synchronicities and opportunities to be able to harmonize with the right time and the right place for certain things. I've been sitting here for days uh, thinking, I got to get this next gene codes in. I got to get this next gene codes in. And with so many other things going on, I kind of, it's not that I put things off to the side. It's just that I've realized that there's a right time and right place for things. And I'm always amazed when, when I'm always amazed when these synchronistic moments happen. The, uh, the subject that I wanted to go into, this is probably why I've been feeling like I've been putting it off because spiral dynamics, spiral dynamics is not a very easy subject to talk about. I I understand the concept. I've lived with it for years. Uh, I've read the book, reread the book. And but it's not something again, I said in my last in my last session I talked about the five elements for harmonizing life, harmonizing success. And it's not necessarily a characteristic trait for understanding individual personality. But it does help with a sort of kind of collective personality. Now, if I remember correctly, the man who developed it was Carl Graves. Um, I don't know if I got the first name right. I remember the last name. I don't know if I got the first name right. And I'm always amazed how these, these minds, these remarkable minds are able to collect massive amounts of information and then start seeing patterns within human nature. And, you know, that's the thing that grabs my attention when we start talking, when, when someone starts to talk about human nature and something that is innately happening within humanity, you know, my alarm bells go off and I say, okay, this is a, this is a subject of human nature. So spiral dynamics is basically the idea that there are collective identities there are collective identities within humanity within societies within organizations and uh let's call him Mr. Graves Mr. Graves was able to see these patterns and then start to write about these patterns and then he referred to them as v memes and he I don't know if he got the idea I don't I actually don't know the origin of memes. I don't know if it was Richard Dawkins who came up with it or Richard Dawkins who popularized the idea through his work on the selfish gene. But uh, a meme is sort of like uh, instead of a physical genetic code, something that is more something that is more energetic. So it's kind of like it's kind of like a genetic thing, but it's more energetic. It's obviously I don't know maybe Rupert Sheldrake's Morphogenetic fields has more to something to do with it. But in essence, in essence, let me let me get right into the spiral dynamics thing. It was Mr. Graves who uh, started to come up with the the pattern and the idea that within humanity. There is this spiral and the spiral begins at the bottom with the nomadic life. And he gave colors to these different levels of the spiral and he considered it a spiral because he didn't he didn't look at it as being hierarchical it was a spiral because these collective mentalities can be nested 
So you can have an entire nation, which is at one level of, of, um, a value meme because the V meme means value meme. See, this is the reason why I don't, this is the reason why I always shy away from this subject because there's too much technicality with, there's too much jargon. There's too much of a vocabulary that not even myself, I was about to say most people, not even myself. I'm not used to it. You know, when I discuss V memes and things of this nature, I always come up against the kind of uneasiness of resistance because then you have to explain those terms. So I've struggled over the years to try, to try to find a way, a better way of describing this system. But I appreciate it. And in fact, the reason why I bumped this subject up is because I kind of want to get back into it. Because now that I'm becoming more involved in communities, more involved in group efforts... I'd like to see how much of the spiral dynamics model can help me to better understand how to proceed with the next steps in my engagement in these communities, in these groups, in these projects, in these movements. Because in the spiral dynamics model, I know where I am in the tier system. Okay, so before I go on and continue, spiral, all right. Mr. Graves, looking throughout history, said that there was a point in which humanity was nomadic. And we're, I'm not going to sit here or uh, argue what that actually means, because I have I have a belief that our history is much older than what we would like to think. So he used classical history to say in the evolution of man at some point. Uh, he evolved, I don't know, from an animal state to a human state and was essentially nomadic. Little tiny groups of families that would go from one place to another, hunter-gatherers, this kind of thing. Which I appreciate, but I put it into a different context because I believe that maybe, uh, maybe historically what we see as nomadic people were not necessarily people who evolved from animal to human stage, but rather that some kind of intervention happened and we returned to becoming nomadic. And that goes all into the extraterrestrial issue and the, the, the different, the different, um, the different alien races that may have been involved in the genetic manipulation of humanity so that it evolved into what it evolved into now. But that's not, that's not relevant and that's not important for this talk about this talk about spiral dynamics he looked back in history and said okay we had a, a nomadic lifestyle let's call it a lifestyle we had a nomadic lifestyle that over time that over time then evolved into a tribal lifestyle and so all of these different lifestyles that became bigger and bigger he gave them a color um, the nomadic lifestyle was uh, beige so he called it the beige V meme, the, v, the beige value meme. The V is for value and the V meme is basically a, here we go. It's a collective value system. There we go. Now, now we're, now we're getting somewhere. It's a collective value system that is shared amongst the group of people. And so the beige V meme was a, a nomadic value system. Life revolved around this nomadic lifestyle of hunter-gatherers and 
over time, as the population grew and increased, it evolved into tribal. So that's the next value meme. The next V meme is the purple V meme. And that's the light, the tribal lifestyle. So what happens is these clusters of nomads, uh, group together and they start to form tribes. Now, other people remained nomadic. The, 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 the nomadic lifestyle didn't go into extinction because the first tribes had to first form and, and while the rest of humanity remained nomadic. So then you had these tribal groups and these tribal groups had their own values. Um, superstitions, the, the forming of the different gods and animism and trees were gods and clouds were gods and, and this kind of, this tribal lifestyle where the tribe is all important. And as time goes on, populations, um, grow, tribes, uh, war against each other, form alliances with each other, and then we evolved into the next lifestyle or the next uh, value system, which was imperialism. So nomads became tribes, tribes became empires, and empires are characterized by aggressive aggressiveness. And, and, and another thing that he pointed out is that with each level of the spiral, you had a sort of emphasis on collective, uh, emphasis on individual, individuality, and then emphasis on collectivity. So the nomadic lifestyle was more individual. The tribal lifestyle was more collective. And then the empire lifestyle became, again, more individual. So you have an individual emperor who wants everything under his rule or under his command or her. <laughs> and so this this imperial lifestyle, this empire lifestyle, this empire value system evolved in, in history. And so we have all of the, you know, the Egyptian empire or the Sumerian empire or the, uh, the, the Roman empire. And from there, as time went on, those empires then became nations. And that's the blue V meme, the blue value meme. And so national, national identity, um, but also dictatorship. So these little, so these empires. So in essence, what we see happening is that over time groups become bigger and they take on a different value system. So nomads become tribes, tribes become empires, empires become nations. And then, uh, from there and, and the nation, the nation state is the nation state. It's about, uh, authoritarianism rules the, the the important value of the important value of uh, let me take a step back the important value of empire is conquest the important value of the the nation state is rules laws and enforcing those laws and then beyond that then beyond that then we go up another and we go up another rung and we go into what is known as capitalism, what we know is capitalism, where not rules, not conquest, but the, the, the pursuit of material capital, the pursuit, the pursuit of riches. And so, and, and we see this now because it's now we are beyond the nation state. We still, and here's now, here's the, here's the interesting thing. We still have tribes. 
We still have empires. We still have. So this is why he said in spiral dynamics, it's nested. The others still exist and can exist in, in, in smaller groups within the larger group or within certain areas. You may have more of an, an, an empire mentality. Like, for example, if you go into Chicago, that's gangland. Uh, you know, some parts of Los Angeles is gangland. So the, 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 aggre- the aggressiveness of the group is what dominates there. If you go into certain parts of Africa and certain parts of India, uh, South America, the tribal lifestyle is still there. So these things have not replaced or eliminated the others, but have created a, a larger system that seeks to manage and organize the other systems that came before it. That's the orange value meme. Capitalism is the orange value meme. Then, then what evolves out of that? Because capital, see one, it seems like one, uh, seems like one system seeks to address the issues that are created by the other system. So, um, so the nation states, I suppose the nation states, you, you'll have to excuse that motorcycle. <laughs> I don't know how much the microphone is picking that up. The nation states create a certain stagnation within the wealth of the people. So then capitalism evolves. Capitalism creates it prob- its problems, the orange V meme. So then we move up and what, what we see come out afterwards is the, the V meme, the green V meme, which is socialism. Which is socialism and socialism seeks to challenge capitalism. So it's, it, it's seeking to in an ever increasing way to increase, to manage ever larger populations. And apparently this is something that happens within human nature. It's something that is somehow genetically coded within us. I don't believe in this accidental evolutionary theory that is just, it's nonsense. There is too much intelligence. There are too many patterns within life for us to sit here and think that this is all accidental. Now, what Mr. Graves, what Mr. Graves saw within his, and and then there were other people, his students and the people who learned under him, because I believe he was probably around in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, and then his students took it from there. Uh, His students, uh, Beck and Cowan, I believe, that's the book that I have, the Spiral Dynamics books by uh, Beck and Cowan. And they, and you know, they're, they're still, they're still evolving these ideas. But at that point, what uh, Mr. Graves noticed is that this was the first tier. And then what was happening within humanity was that a second tier was being formed in which in which you had a sort of a, a repeating of the entire spiral. So that when you get up to the seventh uh, value meme, which is the yellow value meme, it is a larger aspect of the, the nomadic lifestyle. And it's the integrationist, it's the, it's the integrationist theory. And what the yellow meme does, what the person, and, and I appreciate this meme because that's where I am. That's where I'm, I'm more nomadic. I'm more individual. But what the, what the integrationist can do and is good at is looking down the spiral and seeing how all of the six levels have their place, their usefulness. And one is not 
better than the other, but one can be better than the other in particular circumstances. And beyond that, then there is the turquoise value meme, which I'm trying to get to because each person who find the person who finds themselves in the tribal lifestyle, there's an aspect of them that is trying to evolve and get up into the empire lifestyle when they run into certain things or people just certain people just stay in certain levels. The turquoise level, the turquoise level is the second tier of the tribe. So we're talking about mega tribes now. You see, on the first level, you had the tribes of, of history, small tribes that were formed by uh, groups of nomads collected together. Now we're in the second tier and we're talking about mega tribes. I believe hip hop is a mega tribe. The Catholic religion is a mega tribe because we're talking about tribal identity that goes on rather than on a, a small scale within a local area of some country. We're talking about tribes that span the globe. So, you know, you have Catholics all over the globe. You have Muslims all over the globe. And these these form mega tribes. And I believe hip hop. Hip hop is also a mega tribe, a very interesting mega tribe. Uh, and I believe it is the largest and the actually the, the real, the first real mega tribe. Yes, Catholicism has been around for a while. Islam has been around for a while. But I, I believe the first global culture because, you know, not everywhere in the world, uh, not everywhere in the world do you see Islam. You can see Islamic people, Muslims, uh, not everywhere in the world do you see Catholics, but everywhere in the world, no matter where you go, you see hip hop, whether it be China, whether it be Australia, whether it be United States, South America, hip hop is everywhere. The hip hop tribe, the hip hop mega tribe is everywhere. And that's, that's the turquoise level. The turquoise level are the mega tribes. And they're more, that's, that's the holistic, that's the holistic lifestyle. See, now, now we're getting into areas that are beyond my comprehension because I'm not at those levels. I'm striving, but I'm very, but because I'm so, I'm so nomadic. And this is also has to do with generations. So I was born, I was born into the, um, what's known as generation X, also known as the 13ers. Um, but that was uh, 13ers was um, the people who came up with the concept of these generations. Generation X is a nomad generation. So I, I'm, I'm more inclined to be nomadic. But this impedes me and I'm struggling against that because I'm struggling now to look at being part of groups, which means I have to get beyond the, the nomadic lifestyle and get into the collective tribal lifestyle or mega tribal lifestyle, however we want to uh, define it. But the interesting part of the of the whole entire dynamic uh, spiral dynamics system is to understand the system that you are in now. OK, here we go. Now I finally. Okay, OK, now it's come back to me because I was chatting with a fella on DTube who uh, talked about game theory and 
I uh, I said I don't I, I've never liked game theory. I don't like this idea of listen, let's agree to not stab each other in the back. I just that's how I that's how I sum it up. I, I I sum game theory up like that. You don't stab me in the back, I won't stab you in the back, or maybe I will, <laughs> if the circumstances are more favorable for me to risk. No, I I just don't I don't like the game theory, and I'm not particularly I'm no fan of John Nash. I thought he was, I think he's a pretty disturbed individual, despite how the movie, there was the movie that was based on him. I mean, the actor was great and the story was kind of uh, touching and, you know, you kind of felt sorry for this disturbed individual because, you know, they gave the impression that he was like innocently disturbed and, um, you know, we should try to sympathize but the real, the real character in real life, no, that was a really disturbed individual. <laughs> put, really put me off. So I said, I don't really like, I don't like game theory. And I think game theory has failed Steam, it's failed Hive, and it's failing DTube. And so I, um, I said, you know, a win-win situation is even better than game theory. But win-win means I help you, you help me, we both benefit. What Spiral Dynamics introduces, and I believe this was Cowan and Beck. I don't know if uh, I don't know if Mr. Graves is the one who came up. But I believe it was Cowan because I got it from the Cow. I got it from the Spiral Dynamics book um, by Beck and Cowan, and the idea that they introduced within uh, the Spiral Dynamics is the the triple win, 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 win. Uh, I help you, you help me, we help the system in in which we are engaged in the system in which we are seeking to become successful in. So it's not just this individual win-win situation. I help you, you help me, we both benefit. But rather, I help you, you help me, and we seek to help the system in which we are trying to become successful. That's the triple win situation. And what Spiral Dynamics first seeks to look at is, okay, well, what kind of system are you in? What kind of value system are you in? Hmm. I'd have to reflect on that because if I think to myself, if I ask myself that question at this particular moment right now that I'm recording, I don't know if I can answer that. If I say to myself, steam it, what value system is there? My first answer would be capitalism. The same for Hive and the same would be for DTube. But then again, within it, now here, here's where Spiral Dynamics says, okay, well then if you're stagnating, why don't you look at what's happening in the nested systems? Is there tribalism? Yes. Is there uh, imperialism? Yes. I mean, these values, these value systems are nested within. And so if, if, uh, if a system is trying to evolve to the next stage, to the, to the next stage up, then we have to address which system we are presently in. And then address the issues because all of these have a positive and, and have a negative. So no matter what system we're in, we have to look at it for what it is and see if we can find the, see if we can extract the positives so that we can get beyond the stagnation. And I believe there's a lot of stagnation in these systems because there is a, a breaking up of ideologies. So Certain people want to go in certain directions. Other people want to go in other directions. And there's no real collective understanding of, okay, where are we actually at now? And this is where um, Occam's razor is important. 
shaving away at an issue until you get to the core problem so that then you can seek a core solution. And I don't think that this is being done. I don't think that um, I don't think that we are finding ourselves on any of these platforms asking ourselves, what is the real? I mean, there's a lot of problems that get put on the table, but what is the core problem? And I think the core problem is different for a lot of different people. I mean, look at DTube. When the Avalon blockchain launched, right, I found myself in a completely different system than what I found in the pre-launch. And I wasn't really, I wasn't really ready for it. So, but this is, this is an interesting example because Occam's razor says shave everything down. Now, while other people may have been talking about other issues, there's the abuse issue, there's the spamming, scamming, milking, farming, there's uh, retention problems, there's uh, glitches and bugs in the code and everything. I wasn't concerned with any of that because I had my core issue when I shaved things down, when I used Occam's razor to shave things down. When it when the when the Avalon blockchain launched, uh, I didn't have enough bandwidth to upload my videos, so that became the core issue, the core problem for me. And I found the solution, obviously easily the solution, came to be, okay, get more DTube tokens. So I got more DTube tokens. I saw that my bandwidth began to increase, and I didn't have any problem uploading and publishing my videos on, well, my smartcasts on the DTube. So once that problem was resolved, it no longer becomes the core problem. Other problems can be, uh, other problems can then arise. And so then I looked at the voting power and I said, okay, I really don't have enough voting power in order to um, allow myself or, or, or be able to have my shows trend a little bit better. Right. And I didn't I didn't I had to I had to investigate that I had to shave away and say, OK, now my core problem, my core problem used to be bandwidth. Now my core problem is voting power. And then, you know, once you resolve that issue, then you go on to the next issue. So, yes, there are each and every individual has to find their core problem, resolve that core problem. And then once you get beyond that, you can start connecting with other people and you, you look for the triple win situation when you have like-minded people. So, you know, if I'm, if, if, okay, if we're dealing with the retention problem on DTube and some newcomer comes in and says, hey, man, my bandwidth is really low. I can't upload videos. I can't talk to that person about the retention problem because that person is dealing with the bandwidth problem. So I can say, hey, listen, I'll send you uh, 10 DTube coins. Let, let the bandwidth accumulate. And then you can get beyond that issue. And then maybe you can sit at the table and we can talk about the retention problem. You understand how this works? The win-win-win situation. Yes, we begin with game theory, but then when, when, once we see that game theory fails, we need to go to the win-win situation, which was, who was that? Um, Steven, who was the one who, the seven habits of um, effective people, I think he really popularized, popularized the Stephen Cohen or Coven or... I forget the man's last name, but it was the seven habits of effective people or something like that, or highly effective people. And so you go from the game theory, you go to the win-win situation where you start to seek people who I can help you, you can help me. And then, but then you grow beyond that and you look at the system in which you are trying to be successful 
And what spiral dynamics says is that you have to go into the win-win-win scenario. I help you, you help me, we help the system in which we are seeking to be successful. And I believe that that is where I'm almost getting to because I'm still, I'm still looking for win-win. I'm still looking to connect with people. I help you, you help me. Now, once we get rid of the individual uh, issues that we're dealing with, let's look at the system in which we are in, see what its core problems are. No, see what its core problem is because I think it's important to deal with the core issue because Occam's Razor says that don't look at the core problems, look at the core problem, put everything out because then it, it, the things are resolved faster when you do that. When you're trying to deal with five, ten different issues at, at a time, you're not going to have the same effectiveness if you just get into the core, the most important fundamental issue and start to address that and look for a core solution to that core problem. Okay, that was fun. I, I like I said, I'm always I'm sweating. I'm sweating because spiral dynamics is really But you know what? I'm glad I did it cuz I got it out of the way now. Now the other issues become a little bit easier to talk about. We still have micro chakra psychology, the seven intelligences, uh the secret language of feelings, generations in the saculum. That's a that's a pretty tricky one as, as well. Bio bioenergetics is also a little bit tricky, but spiral dynamics is probably always the worst on my list because it is very very uh, heady. It's extremely heady. But, you know, uh, the most important part to get out of it is let's start considering this win-win-win, triple-win situation. This win-win-win, triple-win philosophy. I help you, you help me, we help the system in which we are seeking to be successful. Okay, listen everyone, thanks for the support. Thank you as always for listening and uh, we will catch up. I won't say very soon, but we will catch up when we are able to catch up on the next session.